0: Five, two, three. Throw 'em up, lay it down, just like Matt Murray. Wrestling liver, half-ups, gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, because 'cause I'm driving the Ferraris, and we coming every weekend and feeling like a party. pull a Ric Flair, huh? Showing out like a of lair, huh? Best podcast, luxury than the air, huh? From Marines, and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap. Throw them up, lay it down, just like a Mari. Wrestling with rehab up's gonna make it sorry. Feeling like a rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. do we be coming every week and it's feeling like a party.
1: Hi everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Mari Forth, and with me, as always, today. My co-host. I have two of them today because this Whoa. is a very special episode. Uh, of course, Mr. Mascot. Hey,
2: I'm here as yeah. always. As never always. missed an episode.
1: Not one. We not don't, even one. We don't think about those. It didn't episodes. happen. It didn't happen. And then, of course, the amazing, the uh, the wondrous, the librarian. If you hold know. on, hold on, Mari. What? My co-host for the
2: pride okay. has spoken. The wait, wait, wait. glistening gargantuan we'll g-
3: I, uh, grace leader okay. do is more, but yes, <laughs> 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 you're glistening, glistening a <laughs> gargantuan. Just what I want, <laughs> just how I want to be described. I, <laughs> 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 I'm here. Yeah, sometimes I like. Look, you're going I'm, for I'm the, glistening. The, the, G the words, G's. Together,
2: together. see, rude. I didn't have my script. I, we went off pod, rude. off script here.
1: You are yeah. the one who interrupted my intro, but <laughs> I know talking <laughs> over
2: you. It's classic. Um, it was probably going to be great. I mean, I don't know if there's anything else to say. We were leading to the yeah. same point. We were hop aboard the leadership with yeah. Grace Leader. What he a does. week!
3: What a week uh, of wrestling news. Yeah, it's wild. Yep. And so
1: we, like I said, it's another it's one of those special episodes. We're gonna treat this just like we did our Naomi and Sasha episode. Mm-hmm. It's all news from here. There are no highlights of the week because honestly, what a freaking week. Um, so if you like this style of podcasting, let us know. Maybe we should call it something. Maybe every time we have a special episode like this, it should have its own like name, like the wrestling or half up reports or like, nothing official sounding mm-hmm. like that though. I don't I don't want people to think we're like journalist or anything um (laughs) but hopefully down (laughs) hopefully you're already subscribed to us uh rob has a website.com slash wrestling feed and then you're already following us on twitter at wrestling or half up where you can tell us what you think we should call these very special episodes Mm -hmm. so before we get into the business of the week. Somebody wanted to be addressed and mentioned he wanted to be addressed over and over and over. So Chappelle uh, oh. left in our Facebook group. <laughs> Can we have Mari's Chappelle. official reaction to theories win and Robin Chappelle's Hell in a Cell prediction? I don't think she touched hey, on that during the last podcast. I <laughs> love your work. Keep it up. Chappelle is such a troll. So I I did indeed when Matt was not here, have uh, Chappelle and Rob. I was here. All right, Helena So preview podcast. Chappelle really
3: pulling out a Roman Reigns, being like, Acknowledge me.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Truly. I have not he every time he just keeps bringing up how I, I went over what he said about um I didn't I didn't touch on his theory theory. So I'm giving here's your here's your enjoy infamy, Chappelle. Um so they, they just said Theory would win and that Theory should post his selfie to Instagram which is like congratulations you predicted that he would do what he was already doing in his um, <laughs> <laughs> as his character so there you go Chappelle and Rob uh, shout out to Chappelle
2: thank yes. you so much for being part of the podcast and if you're not watching on YouTube um, yeah. you're missing this picture of Chappelle which is his official uh, Twitter Twitter profile picture, Um, but you should be watching on YouTube because you can see our beautiful Beautiful and probably disappointed and perturbed faces faces. throughout. (laughs) They are glistening, gorgeous too. (laughs) All right, gregarious.
1: Um, So now that we got that out of the way, uh, we got to get into some some heavy, heavy stuff, y'all. Heavy, heavy stuff. (laughs) So seriously, yeah, do it, Mari. Let's do it. So um, we have to start off with the biggest news of the week. What is like literally just taking over the entire week? Don't be fooled. Don't don't fall for the smoke screens. The biggest uh, news of the week is that Vince McMahon w- was accused of paying hush money to a former employee that he had sex with. Like that is. That is the fact that that is like the first piece of news that dropped. That dropped Wednesday night, and then it's like just a concurrent of just awful things coming out. But to me, it's always like they're trying to hide this part. Like this is the main part, y'all. So like, um the Wall Street Journal reported. If you're looking at us on YouTube, the headline is WWE Board Probe Secret Three Million Dollar Hush Pack by CEO Vince McMahon. Um. Mm company says the relationship was consensual and is cooperating with the inquiry. So um, I'm going to, we, we have some screenshots from the Wall Street Journal article. I'm going to try and read as much of it as verbatim as possible, only because it is behind a paywall. We don't want to misrepresent um, Wall Street Journal's words. And honestly, it's a lot. And I, I really want to hammer home like the seriousness of this because mm-hmm. again, I think the original news story is getting lost in all of the the hoopla um, surrounding it. So um, the Wall Street Journal um, says um, uh, the board of the WWE um, is investigating a secret $3 million settlement um, that longtime chief executive Vince McMahon agreed to pay to a departing employee with whom he allegedly had an affair, according to documents, um, people familiar with the with the board inquir- inquiry inquiry. Um, so uh, the January 22 separation agreement that bars the now former employee who was hired as a paralegal in 2019 from discussing her relationship with Mr. McMahon or disparaging him. Um, it, it, so he it was like an NDA situation, basically. Um, the board investigation began in April and has unearthed other older non-disclosure agreements involving claims by former female WWE employees of misconduct, misconduct by Mr. McMahon and one of his top executives, John Laurinaitis the head of talent relations at WWE, the people said that um, the journal couldn't determine how many previous agreements were being scrutinized. So from what I understand from this, it's like they're unearthing all of these non-disclosure agreements. And that is creepy. Um, I'm going to keep going though. Um, the board outside the council was still collecting information about the other NDA- NDAs this week, but has determined that the payments total are in the millions of dollars. Uh, the, board's, uh, the board has eight independent directors, have retained um, a New York-based law firm, um Simpson, Thatcher, and Bartlett to conduct the, Im- the investigation. One of the people said the board's preliminary findings are that Mr. McMahon used personal funds to pay the former f- female employees who signed the agreement agreement, including the one involving allegations against Mr Laurianitis. um More broadly, the law firm also is assessing WWE's compliance and human relations, human resources programs, company culture, and a a spokesperson for the company. Um said that they are cooperating fully with the board inquiry and that the relationship with the ex-paralegal was consensual. He added that the company takes the allegations seriously and is dealing with them appropriately. Uh, hmm. McMahon and Laurinaitis didn't respond directly to the request. So um, any immediate thoughts on that before I continue with this? It's very long, oh, but yeah. basically an investigation was sparked and now it's leaking.
2: Yeah. I mean, first of all, I didn't realize that this would be an episode of crime scene. So glad that you're here, Molly. Um
3: Secondly, hey, WWE has a long history of like crime. we love a contract <laughs> signing, we love legality yep. and and the rules. You know, that's uh, all like what Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon is based on. Of like, I'm in charge <laughs> and you're not, and I'm going to make you the CEO. All this, all this uh, stuff. So
2: fits right. There. I mean. Honestly, if they took the contract signings more seriously, maybe they would actually not be in situations like yeah, this, maybe. involving law firms and legal counsel and and such. Um, and so we're gonna have to have a podcast where we bring in like all of the RHAP lawyers, the lawyers aka yeah. Melissa Denny, Ali Lasher, etc., yeah. yeah. to yeah. to litigate this one. But you yeah. know, for me, even going back to the headline, I think it's interesting, and I'm not surprised, but I think it's interesting that the headline has been is the three million dollar settlement because Mm. we'll talk more about that and compare that with some other funds that have been moved around but Mm. there's like use of company funds and then there's sketchy things that vince mcmahon does with his own funds and these are different things that have different results so that's one conversation Mm. and then i think it's interesting that they are very very um They're just very firm that this was a consensual relationship, which Mm -hmm. sets off red flags for me. And it's again, I'm so glad that we get to cover these things because a lot of things are missing in the conversation. Like, yes, she the the person, the paralegal in question said yes to Vince McMahon and went along with this. And it's described as a relationship. But whenever they're. You know, and I, I say this coming from a perspective of someone who has like been educated about, learned about, and educated others about consent. It's like the power dynamic. Whenever there's a power dynamic, there there's it's, so it's very a difficult to, to establish. Mm-hmm. It's, and some would say it's impossible to establish consent. Like imagine a billionaire, alleged billionaire, mm. definitely multi-millionaire, who is your boss. So those are two different power dynamics there that come into. Into play,
3: mm-hmm. f-
2: approaching you for a relationship, like I would say personally, it would be hard to say no to that type of thing for multiple yeah. reasons. If not job security, slash potentially getting a hundred thousand dollars extra mm-hmm. added to your salary, yeah. so I don't love the characterization characterization of this as consensual. And those are like the initial things that jump out to me. But Grace, was there anything that jumps out to you?
3: Um. I think the thing about this like you know the headline grabbing nature of this story is and and, and I think the the fact that like um what we've seen throughout the past uh, uh week with some of the the fallout of, of this is that this feels like potentially the most tangible thing to to ever like potentially take down Vince McMahon uh yeah. who's like you know created this monopoly of, of pro wrestling. Um, you know, we can, we're going to talk about AEW. AEW is still nowhere near. They are a fraction of, uh, of, of the company uh, that WWE is, <coughs> just as like a, a financial institution, a financial organization. They make billions of dollars. Uh, mm-hmm. not making a billion dollars. Um, yeah, exactly. And yet this guy who like has created, he's such, you know, the most, He's he's a very, I'm trying to use the right word, maybe interesting as a wrestler. Because he's, he, I mean, lots of stuff have come out about Vince McMahon. He is mm-hmm. not a great person. Right. Uh, a bad yeah, person. Right. Lots of stuff that, like, should have probably taken uh, somebody down. Taken yeah. someone down. And it just didn't because wrestling is, you know, born out of being a carny industry in many ways. Yeah, like, oh, you know, yeah. The way they treat their employees, you know, as independent contractors, all this stuff that should have taken them down. And it just, uh, in some ways i like look at this thing i'm like oh this is gonna this like he had he stepped down wow like this could be and obviously there's like you know i'm there's not really up, pinning really my hopes on the fact that, like, yeah uh, yeah man about. will not be in charge but there's been all these rumors for the rest of years about like wanting to gear up for a sale um that like you know and and how does this sort of affect all of that stuff which like i feel like um is unfortunate for me a little bit that like uh wrestling is such a like, you know, it is an entertainment company and that like, I think, I think you make a very good point, Mario to like, we sh- probably should, should, I think so many of us, like we love wrestling. So many of us love like fantasy booking and being like, mm-hmm. here's what could happen. So, like Triple H and Stephanie could take over and they could like, you know, bring back like the good, N- you know, the old NXT and all this stuff. We get like, so caught up in like, what could be instead of like stopping and being like, this all what sounds it really mm-hmm. bad. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's just like one of the many bad things uh that like Vince McMahon has been involved in over like yes. the many years he's been in charge. Um, and so like, yeah, yeah. and we'll I just get want into to a
1: lot of the speculation I, and all of was, that, too.
2: I was going to say we will. And, you know, a lot of uh, there's so much that's happened in vince mcmahon's life and world and so i will say you know um I, i'm just gonna mention like i just pulled up his wikipedia page in the moment because i'm like i need a refresher of some of the things mm-hmm. that have come up mm-hmm. allegedly 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 that, just throw that in there mm-hmm. sprinkle that in for all sprinkle the it things all around. but you know like as a person who you know he's had a a yacht named uh, I think this is confirmed by the name of sex. Sexy bitch was the name of his boat. No. Um, That was one thing uh that came out in, I believe 2006, which I'm just like, okay, this gives you a window into who he is. And then he has a whole section on his Wikipedia for sexual misconduct allegations. Uh, and yeah. it's like, and again, allegations, right. Mm, but okay. I, I think that, you know we we don't even need to go there about like yeah what yeah i i believe many things are included let me, here as well let saying. me
1: keep going so then we can we can going. drag mr and we Rickman. can even we can bring in
2: more of that history too along yeah
1: exactly exactly so just going back Directly to the uh, Wall Street Journal. Um, I skipped a lot of the business stuff. Yada, yada, yada. WWE is a big, huge business. Got it. Um, Next is uh, board members learned of the $3 million agreement in a series of anonymous emails they received from someone who said the former WWE paralegal was a friend. The first email sent to the board members on March 30th alleged that Mr. McMahon, who's 76 years old, initially hired the woman at a salary of $100,000, but increased it to $200,000 after beginning a sexual relationship with her. The email to the board also alleged that Mr. McMahon gave her gave her like a toy to Mr. Laurianaitis. the board is investigating the allegations in the email and the people familiar uh, with the inquiry state. Um, So this is, this is a direct quote from the wall street journal here um, from, I am assuming the quote from the email. My friend was so scared. uh, So she quit after Vince McMahon and lawyer Jerry paid her millions of dollars to shut up. The initial email to the board said, uh, refor- referring to Mr. McMahon's longtime lawyer, Mr. McDevitt, who negotiated the deal according to the people familiar with a board inquiry. They they put that a lot there, I think, again, to save their butts, like, you know, a- according to the people who are familiar, like yeah. it's all over this article. Um, M- Mr. McDevitt, a Pittsburgh-based a partner of a law firm, He's represented WWE and Mr. McMahon for decades. He defended them in the 1990s um, uh, steroid trial um, and where the jury acquitted him. Like it, This guy is like a shark. That lawyer, if you've yeah. not seen the dark side of the ring on the steroid trials, I mm-hmm. greatly suggest it because he, I'm pretty sure he's on there and he's yeah, scary man. And um, he talks
2: very casually about how he approached the steroid trap like it's yes. not like he was buttoned up as a lawyer like you'd think okay because a- oftentimes when I think of lawyers I'm like okay prepared statement very careful with their words he is he was on dark side of the ring I watched that episode Mari just a few months ago too, too so yeah. mm-hmm. it's like pretty fresh and it's kind of scary how like how cavalier he is about I mean kind of how he does business.
1: Like you've kind of just dipped your toe on a, um, Vince McMahon's mini scandals. I like it's legendary how WWE's lawyers I mean they got some dogs from them lawyers so yeah, we're not yeah. surprised. Um the uh, article mm-hmm. goes on to say the directors received a copy of the $3 million agreement from from one of Mr. McMahon's lawyers on June 12th. One 1- uh the i gotta i'm trying they keep saying one person familiar with the inquiry so i'm trying to skip over that because it just (laughs) they they are like oh we're gonna make sure you know we got the source yeah um the non-disclosure agreement provided an upfront payment of one million dollars to the former employee with the remaining two million to be doled out over a period of five years people um The former employee, 41, had fallen on hard times before joining the company and spoke of needing extra money, said people who spoke with her while she worked at WWE. She said she had a a law degree but had never taken the bar exam, Um, telling colleagues that her career got sidetracked while she tended to a sick parent. The former employee moved from the legal department in 2021 to become an assistant to Mr. Laurinaitis. Um, and near the outset of the inquiry, lawyers for the independent directors asked WWE, Mr. McMahon, and Lauren Itis to turn over complaints and allegations about the relationships, um, that the executives may have had with company employees. Oh, that's disgusting. Um, and in recent days, the investigators learned of the other non-disclosure agreements involving the allegations of Mr. McMahon and Laurenitis. So we talked about that. And of course, uh, John Laurenitis, it was a former wrestler whose ring name was Johnny Ace. He has been with WWE since, t- uh, 2000 and various roles. And most recently, he's the company's top talent recruiter. Um, and his, his biography, mm-hmm. um, Described him as one of Mr. McMahon's most trusted associates. Um, so, so that's it from that article. The rest is kind of just again, just a um, little bit more background on the company. But I mean, right there, Matt. Like the power dynamics. Like Thank saying you. that the that the employee was down on her luck is just sad. And yeah. you know, it takes a lot for me to like really get riled up on this podcast. But I just truly want to say like fuck Brad Shepard seriously oh, um, yes. Agreed. mostly because um, Brad Shepard is a wrestling journalist air quotes on it all and right. he decided to release the victim's name and picture <gasps> yeah oh.
2: I blocked yeah. him a long time ago Me too. early Me too. when we started the podcast because he just like, I did as well out.
1: I I I did as well so I didn't realize what was happening until it circuit it got to my timeline um so I will not be revealing the the victim's name I will not be no. commenting on the victim at all um but truly truly I will I will break the 30 minute mark just to say that man can go kick rocks um yeah. Yeah. so I like
3: this is a lot grace what 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 are you thinking here um i mean yeah i mean they're so i mean yeah i i, I just have to echo what Matt's saying about you know consent and power dynamics and how this worked that i think like um the fact that like this is a pretty like uh you know the fact that it's i'm surprised even in the like washington or the wall street journal sorry like sub headline you know whatever that is called again i'm not a journalist it's like <laughs> WWE yeah. is saying it was consensual yeah. um they put it right there and it's right being
0: yep
3: yeah is because it's such a a move that happens in these things of like um you know again this is where like uh you know you know it's it's all it's there to like try to like make it seem like well she knew what she was getting into right um Mm -hmm. which uh completely ignores uh so many of the facts that are reported in this wall street uh journal article um and that presumably um this law firm that the board has hired um will look into i i you know it's very the the part that like uh i think to me is, is is I presume that Vince will have to, it sounds like um, from some of the stuff I read, you know, again, I don't know how much, how true this is. Wrestling uh, journalism, wrestling Twitter can be, uh, you know, a little bit uh, all over the place, yeah. but that, you know, the reason he puts the reason Stephanie ends up being in church, like I'm very surprised he chose to step down. If mm-hmm. I'm being very honest, like Vince feels like, you know, and, and it's so hard because we, we have his character and then there's the person of Vince McMahon. Um, yeah. But it felt like he, might try to fight this to an extent um and i think obviously we'll get to his appearance like on smackdown that like i also think says like yeah i'm fine i'm gonna let this like wash over me a bit and, and i'll be back um at some point i don't think this is the way Vince McMahon uh thinks that he'll go out he has like such control over like the voting that like it seems like from my understanding he'll have to basically decide if it will be uh, like if he wants to make a sale or do anything like, that, like, like whether it's worth it for him to like come back and, and, and try to run this company, um, which is kind of awful that that seems to be the way it's going to put into work because he has, uh, even though there's a board, he has um, a bunch of voting shares, right? He has the majority, he is voting, the v- majority voting power on um, um, the board because of the way his, his shares uh Work
1: out
3: sure yeah yeah I mean, um something like that uh, yeah so yeah, ultimately i I think this will have to be a thing where like if he realizes that the writing is on the wall that like it will detrimentally hurt his company to, to like financially and like what he could get out of this situation like if, if they have been gearing up for a sale he knows at some point like okay I'm, I'm gonna have to leave this thing at some point why don't i make a ton of money before i leave um I think that the the risk, like the thing he's going to have to figure out is like, uh, do I come back and try to like weather through this storm, potentially at the detriment of the value of my company, or is this the moment where I can just like walk away and make a buttload of of money, um, which is like awful, and again at the that's like at the expense of like this woman who's like yeah like traded like a toy. It's like the words that are used in this uh, yeah, in this yeah. Article,
2: right? And yeah. the the other piece of this, we'll definitely talk more about what will come up in kind of the SmackDown appearance as we go along. But one thing I wanted to underscore with this, because I just want to hit people over the head with the fact that this is not a consensual relationship. <laughs> like I pulled up Rain, the Rape Abuse Rape Abuse and Incest National Network, which has which has done great work on consent for like the last I don't even know how many years, but probably the last few decades. Um, And I've been familiar with them for at least the last um, decade plus. Right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just to sum up what they say here, number one, consent is an agreement between participants to engage in sexual activity. We establish that. But then the key part that's relevant to this two sentences, if someone agrees to an activity under pressure of intimidation or threat that isn't considered consent because it was not freely given. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there is pressure in this dynamic. Um, Mm -hmm. But the other piece that it touches on, which is directly relevant to this, is an equal power dynamic such as engaging in sexual activity with an employee also Mm -hmm. mean that consent cannot be freely given. And it just, it's frustrating to see rustling quote unquote journalists and i'm not even talking about brad Shepard, but like actual closer to journalists actual journalists talk about this and not focus on that part
1: and dissect that because that's huge that's huge yeah. really big really huge um and also the whole like also like having to like Drake gray said being past like a toy to laurinitis like that that is not a relationship then is it like it feels like very quid pro quo like uh it's it's very mind-boggling how like this is just something that drops and it's just like oh okay well what's the next thing and and and, um another thing that popped up so I just want to make sure we're on a timeline like everybody understands the timeline of all of this so this article drops like Wednesday like in the like what like in the middle of the day on Wednesday something to that effect yeah um and then there was a there was it's very weird but the we get this we get this article um shout out to Fightful it says WWE's directors and officers being investigated for breach of fiduciary duties so um and this was very interesting that was that that circulated right on on Thursday. And it says it says another investigation is coming to WWE. Scott and Scott attorneys at law put out a press release uh, announcing that the law firm will investigate whether certain directors and officers of WWE breached their fiduciary duties to WWE and its shareholder And so um there is a press release from Scott and Scott um and I'm not really going to read it because um it's very cut and paste. So um uh, th- what I I when I first saw this, I was like, ooh, that doesn't sound great, right? So I did a little bit more digging. This Scott and Scott attorney at law, they kind of do this for all ma- like a lot of major companies. And the the um press release is very much copy and paste. And what it kind of seems like is almost like fishing for a like a civil suit so i'll read the first paragraph here um scott and scott attorneys at law a national securities and consumers right litigation firm is investigating whether certain directors and officers of wwe breach their fiduciary duties to wwe and its shareholders if you are a wwe shareholder you are encouraged to contact the attorney joe Pettigrew for additional information um scott yeah uh, director um they're investigating whether members of wwe's board of directors or senior management failed to manage wwe in an acceptable manner in breach of their fiduciary duties to wwe yeah and as whether their shareholders have suffered any damages as a result so that that literally that type of structure they like if you go to Scott and Scott, like if you Google Scott and Scott, they did that for Wells Fargo. They did that, they did that same kind of press release for um let me see, it was another uh, another company. So it seems like this is like a firm that does this. And it it might not seem as like eh, as damning as one would think. Um it's basically a, a law firm firm that's dedicated to like settlements, um, and they, I think they 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 claim settlements once um, stocks start to go down. and And WWE stock went down by I think three percent, I think, or something like that, to the effect over the last three days or so. So this, the, I just wanted to address this because this tweet was ri- widely circulating. Um, let's see if I I can uh, put it in the chat here, Matt, so you can just. Yeah um posted you know
2: and by the way as you on that note you know something i think is my big question here is like could we be even more clear about like what the fiduciary duties are of the board and to your point of it being like copy and paste like it that's one thing that i'm still interested in understanding it's like what are those duties exactly that the board needs to be held to because this is another piece where I'm like, this is, these are questions that people have that could would be helpful to answer um, along the way. And so,
1: yeah, yeah, there's this
2: story up at Fightful and I'm going to just pull it up so people could see the story here um, as we talk about, or yeah, up talking
1: about this. exactly. So it's really interesting. I think they can do it for all publicly traded um, 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 companies and they can like if, if any of us like lay people have like a share to a WWE, we could contact them. But in this case, just kind of like Grace uh, suggested with McMahon owning most of the shares, I don't really think this is this would truly be anything. And they've they've done um, they've done things for like this for Wells Fargo, uh, Edison, um, yeah, Edison International. Like it, it just kind of goes on and on. It, it feels like kind of like they just uh, try and get anybody or anything. So I don't know. Uh, it was just it just felt like a lot of smokescreen. Oh, they're also um, suing Abbott Abbott Laboratories, which. Nice. Um but
2: I will say like the other piece of this that I think is relevant, and again, maybe it's come up in other coverage of all of this, and we're not gonna we're definitely not going through this. Um Probably for multiple reasons, but like even just looking at WWE, I would encourage people, including ourselves, to take a closer look at like what the corporate governance guidelines are. If you're looking at YouTube, you'll just see this page from WWE.com. By the way, just as a fun fact from like the time that i was a kid and a wrestling fan i loved to go to corporate.wwe.com cuz i was oh. like i want to know about behind the scenes i didn't know anything about the investing side of things but they'd always oh, have like the conference jobs conference listed, listed and other stuff like that so yeah on this page on corporate.wwe.com there's basically just an overview of what the roles are on the board, and also of their res- roles and responsibilities and qualifications. Mm. And there's a lot as I just scroll through, but it's probably good to take a look at if you're going to circulate this story to understand, like exactly what I- this even on. means. Mm-hmm. Um, because to your point, Mari, it is kind of like a maybe a nothing burger. As it's the-
1: like a headline grabber, and. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly. It's just like, but is it anything truly? Because I, think I don't know.
3: There's also a thing that was going around on Twitter that, like, uh, Kevin Dunn has sold sold more than a million dollars worth of uh, shares uh, mm-hmm. of the day before the story dropped. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin Dunn has been on the board of directors before, but is not currently on the board of directors. Um, so whether he could uh, be accused of insider trading uh, or not, I oh, think mm-hmm. uh, I think, uh I think people immediately jump to like, oh, that's definitely insider trading. Now that he's not, now that people realize he's actually not currently on the board of directors. It does change that uh, a little bit. Um, I, I don't know. Again, I would have to get, you know, our really? team of lawyers yeah. here I to be like, to yeah, be, if you work yeah. for the company and you feel and you hear things are happening, you own stocks, can you sell yeah. them uh, before whatever comes? Like, how much do you need to know, especially if your job is like not? to be involved in that, that stuff. He's just on the production end of things. Um, Kevin Dunn also notoriously not a great guy. So if like, nah, he ends up knocked down all. for like selling a million dollars worth of uh, shares as well. Uh, exactly. You know,
1: so, so yeah, we just want to point all this out because there's a lot of muddy waters, like I said, there's a lot of muddy waters. And again, I think it it's, it might be purposeful to get your your mind off the real crime here of like having sexual relationships with your employees that lead to financial restitution you know like and, and stuff like that, so anyways, so uh like grace said um uh keeping to our timeline here um on. Friday morning Vince voluntarily stepped back as CEO of the company and Stephanie McMahon takes over as the interim CEO we um, CEO and, and chairwoman uh, we got a a press release from WWE. Um, and the the board of directors today announced that a special committee of the board is conducting an investigation into the alleged misconduct by uh, chairman and CEO Vince McMahon and John Lloyd at his head of talent relations. And that effective immediately McMahon has voluntarily stepped back from his responsibilities as CEO and chairman of the board until conclusion of the investigation. McMahon will retain his role and responsibilities related to WWE's creative content during the period and remains committed to cooperating with the uh, review underway. The special committee has appointed Stephanie McMahon to serve as interim CEO and chairwoman. So this came down everybody there were like people sending congratulations to Stephanie McMahon. Like Grace said, we were like, what is this what's going to take down Ms. McMahon? It was very shocking for him to no longer be the CEO as of right now. But and people were celebrating, but he still maintains creative control. And I think that is the key words here. Um, Matt, what do you think about that? I mean, I think that
2: Going back to the wording of things, this mm-hmm. is a situation where, like, I saw a Bloomberg headline that said something like "Vince McMahon steps back from WWE." It was like the mm-hmm. short of the headline, and that is not what is happening at exactly. all. He's, <laughs> yeah. Is stepping down from his role uh, as CEO. Stephanie, you you walked through all of it, but that's the key thing I think people uh, people should understand. And you know, the other piece of this. Is that if that wasn't clear, even from just the story and what you read, obviously, this man this is still very involved uh, right. in creative to the point where he could say, I'm going out on, you know, to I'm going out into the ring. Yep. Despite everything that's going on. It's just it's a mess. And the other thing I wanted to bring into it is there's the. um just the tweet from Stephanie McMahon about um, you know, acknowledging all of this. And she says, um, until the conclusion of the investigation into recent allegations, I'm honored to assume the role of interim chairwoman and CEO. I love WWE and all it continues to do, to entertain billions around the world. Great Stephanie. By the way, very interesting in, you know, that she's in this position because obviously she um Allegedly. <laughs> everything's so alleged. Yeah. Like Allegedly stepped back for personal back. family reasons. There were a lot of rumors about yep. why that was. Literally a month I was, ago. I, a, a month ago and then yeah. now she's back into this role and it's first of all, all I want to say is like, uh, very awkward Father's Day. No! But, also, <laughs> but also it's like, what? You're putting his daughter into the role Uh, Like, this makes no sense from an... Even an optics perspective.
1: Well, I... It I think it does doesn't. because she's a woman. And this, yeah, well, this is a publicity yes. stunt. This is that all the, publicity. Mm-hmm. This is you know, this isn't anything like uh, well, you know, I think a portion of it is publicity. She's a woman, yeah. that <laughs> she help. is Stephanie McMahon. I, and yeah. people, you know, the moment she was named CEO, people were like, yeah, Stephanie, like Stephanie Fan cams popped up. I was like, When when did this happen? So, like, I mean, it it, it makes total sense to me, I think. Here. i
2: think yeah. it's a horrible idea though just from the person like that because that was my first thought i was like oh okay they're putting there's a woman in this position it i think it counts against her that she's a mcmahon who obviously works closely with her father who would do what her father who, says. exactly
1: who would do what her father says and exactly be willing to step back when the time comes. they're not exactly. gonna put nick Khan up there because no. he would probably Never step back and do everything. A, I don't know yeah. if
3: you uh, you two watch the TV show Succession, but uh, <laughs> I don't, this but I'm, is, I'm this I'm it, is I know. this is real life Succession. Uh, <laughs> an old, terrible man who's like trying to figure out like if he has to leave the company when he decides which one of his kids will like be in charge and how to like. And he has this daughter named Shiv who he like often uses to be like, "Well, you're a woman," so like. Yep. Come be the do this thing for me, you know. Uh, it this yeah. is really like extremely <laughs> real life succession, I can't even believe it. Um, no, I'm with you that, like, I think that, yeah, Shiv, uh, Kendall is clearly Shane McMahon. I don't know who the other two are, but you know, like, I don't have comps for them yet. I don't know. Uh, I guess yeah. Triple H, maybe. I'm glad um, this is the right image it, for man? that, but Somewhere. uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think that it says a couple things. It's basically, I think that, yeah, this is a we'll put a woman because I'm facing like, you know. Um, these alleg- these allegations um, mm-hmm. about uh, misconduct towards a woman, and then uh, she's a McMahon. Uh, and like, yeah, the the some of the things I said was like, yeah, this is basically to say, I'm I'm not going away uh, from Vince McMahon to say, uh, sure, I'll step down, I'll let you do your investigation, I'll play I'll play ball in on the the field that works for me, you know, uh, exactly. like you know, here he Steph can be in charge, as if they're not going to like. Chat about her CEO duties, you know. Um, I mean, the McMahon. I think Vince McMahon sees himself in many ways as like untouchable. We talked about like mm-hmm. his Wikipedia page and the allegations. It's also like the Ring Boy scandal in um, huh. the nineties. Uh, that like you can't believe that didn't take down you know right. the company, um, and yet you know they're still there. They, there's so many they're other things that, like yeah, uh, yeah that That's I think he just gamble. sees himself as like untouchable. He can step away for a moment because it's like it optics wise maybe feels like the right thing to do. Um, but ultimately at the end of the day, Vince McMahon is going to do what Vince McMahon um, wants. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have a ton of like hope for this. Like saying you know, so, Vince McMahon no. is gone,
1: you know? And so no. this, this segues into uh, McMahon announced that he'll be on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's like, Oh my God, what's he going to do? Oh my God, what's he going to do? Um <laughs> You know, I, I I've come on this podcast and said I've not watched SmackDown in weeks, and it's true. But I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to watch SmackDown, so turn it on bright and early at eight o'clock. And Mr. McMahon came out and opened the show, and I, a lot of people clocked this because he's done this before. Honestly, they 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 announced that he would be on SmackDown. Then later on in the day, they announced it will be in character. And mm-hmm. so, uh, Mr. McMahon just opens SmackDown. Basically, explains then, now, forever, together. You know, his music hits. Uh, the fans are singing it, and then he he just says he just opens the show, flips the mic, and leaves. All of like four minutes, five minutes ish. Also, that's it. he.
2: Before even the then, now, forever, he obviously did not say a lot here, but he right. did the whole baby face, Minnesota, Minnesota. it's great yep. to be here. And, yep. mm-hmm. you know, just trying to get them to pop.
1: And they popped. Yeah. They were great. He had them eating out of their, their hands. It was really disturbing. The, the reaction, reaction was, I feel like the People crowd were doing reaction the...
2: was strange. So here's what I would say you, about the, yeah. I want to just address the crowd reaction because the camera shots were all on people who mm-hmm. probably have pictures of Vince, like posters of Vince McMahon over their beds. Like, you know, fanboys of Vince, and well, yeah, fanboys of Vince McMahon. And the, so there's the, there's the camera and what it captured, but also the reaction in the, like the sound of the crowd was very odd. And here's another thing I would just want to put out there as we like dive into talking about this is that so generally, and I credit, I have to credit, um, watching a stream with, um, Fightful and Sean Ross sat for this idea because I was like, "What are what's going on? What's the latest news?" And um, like on YouTube, normally you can't see the dislikes now, but there are these wonderful Chrome extensions which allow you to see how many dislikes certain videos have. So before we started recording, I downloaded the extension. I was like looking at different videos because I was curious how much they're disliked. The video Mister McMahon addresses the WWE universe from. Last night, SmackDown June 17th, 2022, has like sixty-five uh, six hundred fifty-five thousand views, twenty-two thousand like thumbs ups or likes, and then thirty-two thousand dislikes. So yeah, because, just putting yep. it out there, and there are lots of videos that have like barely any dislikes. That is mm-hmm. astronomical.
3: I'll just say I think that um I, I listen to the video. I do think so. I don't think people in the audience were people weren't booing right i don't right. think that the people were definitely like cheering i also think that uh if you listen to it, it does have a little bit of that like the piped in crowd uh yeah. noise i think as well which to me you know it this is this whole thing is is some sort of pr you know uh it's pr dick swinging move. it's dick swinging that's what right, is. right. Yeah. So it doesn't uh, that they would like pipe in. To, I mean, they do that a lot, but uh, intentionally for this one, um, it's yeah. super disappointing to me to see like him. He just knows, like God. The like, I don't know what it like. It makes me a tad embarrassed to be a wrestling fan if I'm like being totally honest. 1000%. That, like, he can walk out, and these people will just cheer him after he's like been accused of something um and it's just like incredibly disappointing uh if you want to you know all these people who are like cancel culture has gone too far watch this video yeah watch this video there's no cancel culture it doesn't exist it's not a it's not a real thing uh unless you're a minority (laughs) it's ridiculous yeah
1: Yeah. yeah Yeah. so um but also True. so yeah on the video they definitely could pipe in the the noises and I, that's why i watched it live because i wanted to see it live and unfortunately i have a job to do so i had to give him that those ratings so i'm pretty sure he popped the ratings um just for for that oh i'm and, so
3: annoyed they got me so matter. good i was like yeah i'll yeah. tune in i want to see what vince is saying i tuned yeah. in for like five minutes i didn't watch minutes, i never yeah. watch live mm-hmm. anymore exactly. and so then i turned Same. it off afterwards but like yeah, yeah I so annoyed It's yeah, very it annoyed I mean, segment's like, going to be the highest
1: rated segment like of the whole week. And, but who
3: cares? Uh, is it worth it? Is it worth
2: it? It That's is even because worth.
1: Vince can go back and say, look, this is how they responded. I don't the, like because like Grace said, the only reason why they would even even if Vince didn't have the power, he, the only reason that the the board of directors could even try and come up with a vote is if they can prove that he is hurting the company, the stock right. like you just saw on WWE corporate is down point three point six four percent um but if he can say look people are still turning in and and for me and giving this positive reaction for me on tv then there's nothing there's not wrong you know what i'm saying like it it is a measuring stick and it truly is a, a dick swinging contest to be like this won't hurt us and you know, I'm kind of afraid that it might not. Like you said, he survived he you know, Vince McMahon and cockroaches. Like he survived so many things that should have ended him. And unfortunately, this might be it. He this might too. So he might survive yeah. this too. So I mean we'll see this all of course all of this broke this week. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I truly don't know. Like I don't think there, there nobody's pressing any criminal charges against him. I don't know if the victim themselves even came um, out with it. It, Again, uh, the wall street journal said it was a friend who had sent the emails. I I can't, I don't, I would be surprised if the victim didn't know about the emails being sent and all of that. But I, I guess we'll see. I guess that's the biggest thing. It's just like, we'll see.
2: The other thing we should say though, too, is that timing is, Mm -hmm. I mean, timing is everything in a lot of cases. And it's like, sure. The allegations and things, Allegations slash confirmed just horrible things that, that he's been part of over the last de- several d- decades, really. Like, it's a, there's a difference between something coming up in the 1990s or even the 2000s as compared with 2022. Like, mm-hmm. even if you just look at the story, um, there was a story of him, I think from 2006. I don't have it pulled up right in front of me of like him and inappropriate behavior and alleged inappropriate sexual misconduct with mm-hmm. someone in a tanning salon in floor, in Boca Raton. Yeah. Like these things, I, I think that there's a lot to be said with where the culture was at the time, because even in 2006, 2005, like we were still very much in a, you know, American pie, culture of like oh this type of behavior could be laughed at and celebrated and things have changed a lot and i think the thing that could make a big difference with Vince McMahon now is if there were high profile voices who wanted to actually call this out the other piece is if there were talent who were actually willing to call this out but again we see the influence of money and i i don't want to give up my job for you know For the sake of pushing for the right thing, if I'm getting paid millions of dollars or if I'm being paid hundreds of thousands of dollars or if I have star power. And so everyone's in a tricky situation, but we need like we need people to speak up and to say something and be willing to push back Um, or else it's not going anywhere.
3: I think the other thing that could come out of this is I think that there is still opportunity for potentially other shoes to drop here that like somebody else comes forward is the other thing that I think could, I, I, you know, uh, again, everything is a- alleged, but like, I, it would not surprise me if we saw like, there are more, there's more than just this, you know, this thing that has happened, right? Uh, well, there's
2: the. Yep. Johnny ace stuff you know the Johnny right. ace related stuff where it's like here are there are these payments oh. to different people with hush money and all of these things and so that is a whole other conversation um, yeah that- so
1: lo- let me shed a little bit of light on here um yeah. rest, uh uh if you go on your daily smart app where you can Ooh. get all your wrestling news um there is That's a cool. article here from WrestlingInc.com that uh, says under what conditions can the WWE Board fire Vince McMahon. Um, They say they go on to say that in this article that Laurinaitis is expected to be gone from the company. He was not um, all reports say he was not backstage from um, during SmackDown. So he, he, I can definitely see him going down as the Patsy. Um, But what would it take to punish McMahon? So um, in the wrestlinginc.com article, They say Russell Nomics, uh, Brandon Thurston has provided something of a keystone to the entire situation, finding a November 2010 employment agreement filed with the U.S. Securities Exchange Commission that outlines the conditions under which the board would have cause to terminate McMahon's employment. Section C of the post segment is especially important as it refers to the executive's willful and intentional material con- misconduct in performance of his duties or gross negligence of his duties other than due to the um, executive's disability, including an, an intentional failure to follow any applicable company policies or directives. Um So if the if the code of uh, the company's code of business conduct states uh, under the equal opportunity employment and non-harassment section strictly prohibits any form of grant or offer of an employment quid pro quo for personal intimacy. So
2: (laughs) oddly specific and also also something that is oddly specific for good reason dealing with him.
3: I do totally agree with you, Mary, that John Laurinaitis (laughs) and almost it feels like he was brought back uh, to eventually take the fall for something. (laughs) Uh, But I would agree, and I am very worried as well that like uh, they might say, "All right, bye, John," who only came back a few years ago. Yeah. uh, Yeah. That uh, even maybe less than a year. uh, That they'll say, "Well, we got rid of John, uh, but you know the relationship with Vince was consensual, and so."
0: uh, exactly. We're all
3: it's all good and you know, but look, we the you know, we've we've gotten rid of somebody. Uh again, it's an exact storyline from succession. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. And I will actually be I would you know, I would love if Johnny Ace was gone as well. So sure. This, Agreed. I mean, but two would be great. One, I guess. Um, so yes. Yeah.
2: By the way, just to close the loop on something that you referenced, yeah. Grace, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but so following his tenure as an on screen performer in twenty twelve, Laurenis was relieved of his backstage executive duties and returned to his original role as a road agent. And then so that was twenty twelve, where he was taken out of his executive duties and then he became head of talent relations again in oh, okay. So he's been 20, there the in twenty twenty one. But... So he's yeah. been there. Yeah, oh, yeah, and then he's had different cameos on screen. A, but oh, it Sounds wait. like he has been a road agent.
1: He took over head of talent relations after Mark Carano was fired, right? Yes, yeah. Like March, yeah. yeah. "Oh my so god!" He took it went from worst to worst. Or... Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. that's real.
1: All right, yep. is that that that's it, right, Matt? Yeah. All right, thank you. So we will um continue with these developments. Um you know what? Silly us. Looks like we need uh an ad break. So uh, <laughs> silly we'll us. We'll be back. <laughs> okay. So let's get into um something that's gonna be very, very hard for me. Um so on Wednesday night, it was like Wednesday night at eleven o'clock. Early Thursday morning, wrestling journalist, um, Raj Geary. Um, uh-huh. again, he he is, you know, he is a wrestling journalist, but I mean that term is very
3: loose. Who isn't?
2: and yeah. i will also just throw in there that uh one of the things that uh last night i heard was just a so we give a lot of credit to fightful as being an, yes, a very, very accurate source and they've proven that in a lot of ways and uh sean ross sap gave a shout out to raj, raj. geary yes. recognizing his work too so yes. i would say raj is up the, there yeah, he's a step he's up. up there
1: yeah um especially over brad Shepard. um he Mm. reported that sasha banks has been released from her wwe contract like again this was so they dropped the vince story about the sex with the employee then later that night oh sasha banks has been released from her contract but saying it in such a way we've never seen somebody released from their contract but it's never confirmed it wasn't confirmed by wwe it still hasn't been confirmed i was like you know, as a Sasha fan, I was like, I don't believe it. I will not believe it until Mercedes herself tells me that mm-hmm. she will not be with WWE. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, y'all are literally—they—they they want us to be distracted. Like that's what I was truly thinking. Like you—you you want us to—to to be distracted. Sean Ross, Ross Sapp said he could not confirm it that night. He had been working throughout the day on Thursday. But it seems like there's been no confirmation from WWE. There's, n- but there's been no denial either. Um, like it's been really weird. So, and of course, Sasha's been trending for the past two days. There's been like all sorts of different receptions. It's like, yes, our girl is free. And, you know, people like me are like, oh my God, this sucks. You know? Um, but then people are like booking her for stardom. Like, so what about Hollywood? Like, and then of course you get the people that are like, oh well, good they she deserves it. She's a crybaby. She deserves to be let go. You know, it's been the the fan yeah. reaction has been far and wide. Again, she's been trending for three days straight. Um and oh. on Friday night, an hour before SmackDown, um, Russell Puris, uh, reported that Russell Votes claimed that their sources agreed that she has been released. Like again, Russell Votes and Russell Puris. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not sure about them. They said no. that they had one big talent back backstage and one. Uh, like f- worker backstage so, one talent
3: and one big backstage name believe that it's yes, true.
1: Yeah. Sean Ross Sapp is saying that his sources ha- are like they haven't heard that, they don't relations know relations hasn't
2: heard it. Like the people yeah, he knows relations. in talent relations have, yeah. know nothing about this, know so. nothing
1: about it. Yeah, um. It so yeah that yeah and so uh and then we get another uh story reporting that sasha's lawyers are currently working on a release for her but that's again that's unsubstantiated so i don't we don't know what's happening like we truly don't know what's happening like uh it's it feels like this morning and as of yesterday people are confirming it as gospel that sasha has been released from her contract but again there has been no um there's been no report from WWE, which is literally the main way we know, you know, you know, like dirt sheets are great and all and their, their sources are good. But you, that's the main way we know that people are like, go. Oh, like this is I can't think of a time that a talent could be let go, like undercover and us not be like it not be confirmed by the company itself. Like, I feel like that just does not happen.
3: Yeah. I wonder if it's just, if Mom. this is a bit inevitable that she will, that this like the lawyers are working on it is a thing. Exactly. And I wonder if there's something similar at play in terms of, um, do you remember the first time Brock left um, and this did not hold up because he was eventually able to go and wrestle in Japan. But the like contract agreement was like, like when they released him was like, basically you can't wrestle. Uh, I think it was like, you can't wrestle at all. And then it ended up being like, you can't wrestle in like North America. Um I could see that, like, if Sasha's... I, I am not sure that I see, like, Sasha immediately just going and, like, going to AEW, going to stardom. Yeah. I think the more likely path is she's going to try her hand at acting. Um, right. She's been in The Mandalorian. Um, you know, I think that, like, that makes some sense to me. Obviously, mm-hmm. like, Snoop Dogg being her cousin. I wonder if, like, what they're working out is, like, you know, that WWE is trying to a bit, like, force the hand of, like, you can go. But you're you can't wrestle, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh you wanna le we'll let you go as long as you like say you're going to Hollywood and trying to do that. And obviously, like mm. when they tried that with Brock, it like barely held up. Like he was then able yeah. to go to uh to Japan and wrestle for a bit before it ended up uh coming back. Um but uh yeah, I just wonder if that perhaps is is yeah, that something that might be happening
1: at this point. I I could I see that. Like at this point, I also think it's it's also a way to get us prepared for that. For that, you know, like that the inevitable Sasha Banks will be released. It probably is just the lawyers, at least at this point, trying to hammer out the details of her release because. At at this point, Sasha's done everything she can do in WWE. She she said it. She she's done. She she got her her dream. Her dream was to main event WrestleMania. She did that. She's got her win at WrestleMania. Of course, it's not like what she how she envisioned it, but she did get her win. Right. Mm-hmm. She's won all of the titles. Unfortunately, she's only had one title reign that that over three months. Like, right? I,
2: they I'm love to speechless. yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but other than that, Sasha's done everything. She, she's had match of the years. She's inspired a whole generation of wrestlers. And so for her to be this big of a a talent and to be treated this way, I, I, I agree. If If this is what she wants, then she, she should go because she needs to find her value somewhere else. And then we'll see, like, if she comes back, she comes back. If she doesn't, like, I, like, there's no way that she falls off the face of the earth. Mercedes Vernado is not falling off the face of the earth if she's not with WWE. Like, uh, there could
3: also be some stuff about her name as well that's like up, tied up on all this in terms of like she might want to be able to go and be a, an actress, an actor under the name Sasha Banks, um, and worried that like she might not be able to. Like that could be to, like because I think in the Mandalorian she's billed as Sasha Banks. No, uh, she's, I, not. She's, she's, she's not. She's billed
1: okay. as Mercedes. She specifically okay. billed herself as Mercedes. Uh, Ver- for the Mandalorian and she's and ever since she's been back since 2019 all of her social media has been as Mercedes Mercedes Bernardo yeah so she she's actually been working on that so she doesn't need she doesn't need WWE and because the Mandalorian she didn't get the Mandalorian because of WWE she got the Mandalorian right. because her husband booked her on Hot Ones, and then John Favreau saw her on Hot Ones. Mm. So that that connection, lucky for her, all of her connections to Hollywood came organically, and it was not reliant on WWE. So that shouldn't be anything for her to worry ab- about, as opposed to The Rock or The Miz who, or, or John Cena, who most of their Hollywood stuff in- initially was all tied up through WWE. Right. Um, so I, I just I just want the best for her, truly. And wherever she goes, I'm watching. Like I don't care if I have to. I don't want to, but if I have to stay up at two in the morning and watch her on Stardom, I will do that. Like oh <laughs> I gosh. don't care. I I, head. Head.
3: I just don't oh see God. her going to Japan. But like I could totally be. Wrong. She loves
1: Japan, though. She you know she went there and and at and um, wrestled. Um, she learned from Mako Satomura. She she really likes Japan. Um, from all, all reports stated. So I could, ca- I could definitely see it, but in, I mean, who knows? Who knows? I, I don't know if I want to see her in AEW again. They would have to drastically change how they book their women. Um, and I would love, like, if I'm fantasy booking, cause Grace said we love a good fantasy book. I would love yeah. for them to make her the centerpiece of wow like tessa tessa mm. blanchard is gone right like from all into the purposes mm. tessa blanchard is gone so if if sasha hooks up with aj and they do an all women's promotion here in the u.s you know with her being the foundation holy cow i'd watch the hell out of that
2: yeah that you great. know i mean number one i'd you know, I have, I think I realized after everything with, with Mustafa Lee that mm-hmm. like with him, like I do not, I didn't want, I wanted to see him leave WWE because clearly there was an urge to leave for right. his happiness and I don't want to see Sasha back in WWE. It doesn't seem like a healthy environment for her. I'm yeah. glad that she seems to have been preparing to stand on her own outside of that. Probably yeah. going back to that WrestleMania, whatever you want to even call it, them losing the championships. Um, oh yeah, Sasha. And, you Yeah, know, yeah. And so her mental health break. Exactly. It's good, and and so hopefully she has what's best for her. Whatever you know what like whatever will leave her healthiest and happiest is what would be great i don't know what that is and honestly i mean she's like hopefully she could sit on whatever's in her um banks account um and not feel the need to do something immediately like if she takes a year off and that's her choice like good for her um and i i hope that she could afford to take her time in making the next decision as opposed to like i don't know a vince mcmahon who makes a rash decision to appear on smackdown i Mm -hmm. hope for mercedes aka sasha banks that she takes the time to figure out what her next step is because she's it's she the ball is in her court she is Mm -hmm. you know really she has a lot of power in this and obviously whenever she speaks up there's going to be a lot of hype around that too, so yeah. she needs to be thoughtful about when she does that and where she does
1: that. Yeah, and she's only thirty, y'all. She's oh my, God. only thirty. Somebody yeah. broke it down. She's six years younger than Charlotte, um, yeah. like five years younger than like Oscar. I, I gotta remember the tweet, but she is, she is like so young. So honestly, once you've done everything you can do, if you feel like you've hit the, um, if you feel like you've hit like the your ceiling with wwe right like and you're still 30 leave now like don't give wwe Mm -hmm. your best years if they don't appreciate
3: you you know yeah. sasha is six years younger than charlotte five years younger than becky and thunder rosa three years younger than bianca one year younger than baker and raquel rodriguez and the same age as jade cargill yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you
2: know what? And you know what? The other thing that works out for Sasa, she just had a uh a, I believe, successful PRK surgery. She's had her eyes fixed up, she oh, yeah, shouldn't her need contacts or anything mm. like that, or glasses anymore. So um, which PRK surgery is an alternate to LASIK, so I'm just saying, she's maybe getting into. Her, she's just shining herself up so that she'll yeah, be ready to do whatever so she wants. So she
1: can read those scripts. <laughs> and honestly, losing a
2: contact like that's a lot. I had right, this this year. She, it it does. I don't to not have to put your fingers in your eyes. Like I'm happy for her for that.
1: Because she said, didn't she say something like she lost one of her contacts at the start of the <laughs> WrestleMania? Oh match really? against Laurie, she's I probably like I lost that. her
2: contacts like half. I think I heard that yeah. too, but it, I'm yeah. sure it happens a lot. For wow. people who wear contacts and Russell
1: Still <laughs> put on a classic. Good so her, yeah. Like no matter what, like this podcast is behind Mercedes and I just can't wait to see what her, her next move is and whatever, whatever it is. I'll be there. I'll be there. Um, but also it's very interesting that like Lauren is gone because the again, the rumors are that John Lauren is might've been that executive backstage that kind of put it over for her and Naomi. Walking out. So, I mean, whew, I, if if there was truly a change, like if there was truly a change in the dynamics, you know, then I might want to see her back. But if it's the same old, same old, there's no point. Like there truly is no point for her. Like, go and spread your wings and don't don't let this business run you into the ground. And I just think it's kind of funny. Is like, was it worth it? Like, I just was all of this Was this worth it, Vince McMahon? Like, was Sasha was gearing up to face Charlotte at WrestleMania for what we all intensive purposes could have been her first singles one on one win at WrestleMania against Charlotte this year. And you let Ronda Rousey make that phone call push Sasha to the side, start this domino effect to where now your biggest, one of your biggest female stars is gone and you have a dud of a champion in Ronda, Charlotte's gone like it wasn't worth it like was it worth it like Ronda is not even pulling the ratings like the ratings are down Smackdown's ratings have been in the fucking dirt ever since Ronda took over this Vince McMahon segment will be the highest popping segment in like the last two months and I just want to know was it was it worth it
2: because I for don't all know the wrong reasons for all the wrong reasons obviously exactly. like that's what it will always go back to like is he going to apologize of course he's not going to apologize on Smackdown it's Vince McMahon he shouldn't even be on Smackdown he like if he's going to he that, that I, I keep coming back to that I don't get caught up in Vince with this yeah. with Sasha though I mean what I'll say is that it definitely wasn't worth it right they, and also at the end no. of the day like I I, I keep thinking, Grace, you know, obviously we do. The Pride has spoken, talking with LGBTQIA survivors. And what's interesting is that, you know, Zeke Smith, who was the like the first out trans contestant, talks about is Survivor a healthy place for anyone? Is it a healthy mm. place for trans people? And there's a big conversation on that. And mm. where my head is going is like, is WWE truly a healthy place for the women who are performers? Because the exactly. thing is, Mari, you said Sasha has done everything she can in WWE, and that is true within the constraints of a you know very yeah. an organization that does not value women and their role the way they should. Sasha That's could be I mean. the yeah. headliner, the main event. She could be in the spot that they were giving to Cody Rhodes. She could be in the Roman Reigns spot if they put that into the ceiling or the but sh- better than that even, right. and they just. You know, they they have that ceiling where it's just like, why are you going to show up and be here in an organization that's not going to treat you like the star that you are? Because yeah. she could be the headliner, which is the sad thing. Yeah. And that's not only exclusive. We did kind of have moments where Becky was there a few years ago, which is kind of like frustrating to me a yeah. little bit thinking that sasha could have had that level of acclaim but oh she just did not yeah she was never mm-hmm. given that and they she will never, never be yeah. given that in wwe as a black woman and as mm-hmm. probably someone who i mean you know i don't know why they've kept her down the way that they have but it's not going to work out in wwe it's not going to get any better for sasha unless they unless something radical changes but i don't think that's That's not what Vince McMahon wants.
1: And I don't think people, and again, I hope people don't realize it's not, it's not about the wins. You know what I'm saying? It's not about the wins or the losses. It's about the respect. Like Sasha has had so many plans changed on her at the whim of bowing to somebody else's ego. And I, I, after so many times of that, like you have to get, you have to get, she was supposed she was supposed, she was booked to win the Rumble. Guys, the, and then
3: the, go on to WrestleMania. The the, the the video that got circulated around a lot this week when was um when rumors that Sasha had been granted a release was um her at the end of uh, her match with uh, Bianca where she's outside the ring and she just lost her like sixth WrestleMania, WrestleMania match right. and she's so friggin happy, happy, uh, yeah. Like it's it isn't about wins. Uh, it's exactly. about like getting, you know, wrestling, you know, for all that Vince is talking about like being an entertainment, a sports entertainment company. Um, like, boy, we'll get into like what they're gonna do for SummerSlam here uh in cool. WB. And it's like they just I, I, I don't know. It's incredibly frustrating. I think that even like it was hmm. wild to me as I was looking I was watching the top ten rock clips this week and I'm like, wait, they had AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins and Becky versus Asuka this week. Those are two huge like those are that's those are big matches. Those should be like Mark those both of those matches could headline WrestleMania and they're just like on raw uh, just like happening For the which, seventh like, time. Yeah, and it's just like there's no like what's the story? What's the investment in somebody's character like that's the thing that I think is like so lacking from WWE at the the moment that like everything just feels so like, I don't even want to call it Disney fight. I think Disney is doing a better job at like, you know, with some of their, their stuff that like, it just feels so glamorized and corporate to an extent that's like, and, and yet they make a ton of money. So like, (laughs) like, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So um in other news, Randy Orton is reportedly out in like till 2023 or something. His back injury is worse than they originally thought. And it now requires surgery. So again, they've been pushing Riddle and Riddle has been having like been saying all these things to Randy. Like I, I feel, I feel so bad for Randy because I think he was truly like he celebrated his 20 years. He, he's, he's changed my whole view about him he he seems right. to have learned a lot mm-hmm. and to be taken out at a, with a back injury that again i was like did i miss something because it, it happened so quickly i didn't even realize he was like hurt that bad you know um so sending healing prayers to him of course yeah um any comments already nope
3: no, I mean, uh, yeah, it's like a little bit, it feels like a little bit of a career resurgence. I almost feel like he um, is getting the thing that like happened to John Cena once Cena sort of like started to like slow down. Uh, right. That, like people were like, oh, actually he's like really good. Uh, yeah. And like very competent at what he does. Uh, and Orton is sort of getting the like respect. I mean, he was such like a petulant child when he showed up. And right. Obviously, <laughs> exactly. you know, whatever. But uh, he's just like... A very very good pro wrestler um, that uh, I think people are like slowly starting to appreciate it. Then he's having a ton of fun. It seems like with uh, with Riddle, so uh, yeah, yeah, a bit disappointing. Uh, especially at a moment like it's very strange to me that there does seem to be this uh, belief in you know around in WWE right now that, that there aren't a ton of like top baby faces. It seems to be potentially why uh, Edge was turned uh, face that there aren't these, and, and Orton was seemingly somebody who they could have. Uh, done that with yeah. uh and so he's out um i don't think like there are some options they have there but um yeah certainly could have been fun to see orton you know make a little bit of a uh, yeah like a, a it's strange right. for me to think that like roman versus randy could have been fun in 2022 but here we are
2: yeah yeah but also like
1: they need just, to develop more stars right
2: thank you True. that's literally yeah. that's exactly yeah. took the words right out of my mouth
1: you can't wait till people come back after a 20 year career and 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 let it's lazy it's like you're letting the nostalgia yeah. do the booking for you and it's just like these matches Becky and Asuka AJ and Seth you're letting the performers with talent get themselves Try and get themselves over off of bad creative, it's just so lazy. Also, shout out to Big E, I think he he um, threw away the, the neck brace. Oh, nice! Yeah, I forgot to include that. Yeah, I saw that, and it was,
2: yeah. I mean, hopefully, that's a good, um, a good you sign. I are hoping it's a good sign, but yeah, not hoping um, my friend for when right. that return happens.
1: Unfortunately, referee Dave Hebner passed away at Um, seventy-three. That's Earl Hebner's brother, right? Twin brother. Uh,
3: Part of one of the greatest storylines in wrestling history. uh, (laughs) uh, It's it's so brilliantly stupid is that uh ted so the the storyline is that like the referee screws up hulk hogan uh in a match hulk hogan realizes that uh oh is this a twin brother no that's not a twin brother ted dibiase paid for this man to have surgery to look exactly like that's the story uh absolutely brilliant uh tremendous uh yeah uh sad day for for a yeah uh,
2: yeah and And by the way, my theory is that they were going to do something like that with the Elias Ezekiel thing, you know, pay someone to have the face surgery.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: But um, and by the way, just a and great, great reference, by the way, Grace, and just a shout out. And here is yeah. for the YouTube watchers, an image of Hulk Hogan, a horrible person, pointing at. Dave, I guess. Yeah, he's pointing at or Dave because
3: Dave, Earl, Earl comes out. I think and it's like I got tied up. I was tied up backstage and it's like you yeah. got plastic surgery to look yeah. like this guy. It's the it's oh, what a tremendous uh, bit yeah. of wrestling. Did he come Story running right? out with the ropes? I think everything. so. Like, <laughs> I think. Yeah, he's like I got because like, ah. like, everything is in the ring and I have to <laughs> <Yeah. touch> <laughs> explain <laughs> to the audience. Right? It's so. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my yep. gosh! Um, I wish that was wrestling
2: today. You know, just give us the just. Find twins everywhere, and then... More
3: twins. Twin magic more everywhere. Twins. Twin That's magic, all. yeah. The, Honestly, th- wouldn't that be wild? Two staples of pro wrestling is twins and then fake brothers. Uh, uh, yeah. Two people who aren't actually brothers, but yeah. they are... Bring it back. Tell I us mean, they're brothers. We
1: yeah. do have the Usos and all that.
3: Yes, with the Usos, yes. Which we need goes, more twins,
1: <laughs> Which goes I into our want- next thing. Oh, if you did stick around at SmackDown, um, the, the, um, main event was riddle versus Roman Reigns.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> the stipulation like was, uh, <laughs>
3: if riddle loses, he can never challenge for the world title again, as long as Roman Reigns is champion, what a great way to like, make sure that like, you want to try and build a baby face. It's like, yeah, you can lose me a little bit on like riddle being like this big baby face, but like, uh, like, yeah, well, let's never give him a title shot. <laughs> Roman is the champ. Uh, that pops right Love that for us. I uh, know. I was like, oh wait, what? He'll
1: never have a shot again. Yeah. Okay. So he lost. Um, <laughs> the crowd seemed into it. I don't know. I was. I wasn't listening. Um, but
2: very weird. so in Minneapolis,
1: it, very it ended. It ended with seven minutes left. Right. So I was like, okay, um, something's happening. Because Roman grabs the mic, said, that's it. We went through everybody, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, so who's coming out? Who's coming out? I'm like, somebody's coming out. There's going to be people coming out. There's somebody's coming out. And it was Brock. It Lesnar. is Pride Month. Yeah. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> Great point. Brock Lesnar, <laughs> music kids and we get Brock Lesnar and Roman stare down, and then Brock Lesnar beats everybody up. And man. who cares? Who
3: the hell cares?
2: I've never we seen get, this before. We've I've beat never everybody, seen Roman and Brock.
3: including Brock Lesnar. But here is we Brock just went back. full circle. Uh,
1: Brock Lesnar. <sighs> it's announced. Uh, the news is announced that it will be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam in a Last Man Standing match. I do not care. I don't care. No. I don't care.
2: Would this be I the third time care. this year? Andy,
3: uh, they they never they didn't fight before WrestleMania. WrestleMania oh,
2: the day one. They when, they tried. To, they were supposed. They were supposed oh. to fight at day one. They didn't fight at day one because of Roman having Roman an injury, got, maybe. Yes, yeah. and yeah, then Bravo won the COVID, championship. I
1: think, right? He got
2: COVID. That yeah. sounds right. Sometimes. So then Brock
3: won the. Brock beat Biggie and then. Yeah. And got cost the like a title at the Rumble. No. Yeah. I don't remember. By Whatever. Lashley.
2: And then. then like yeah. Lashley dropped it, I think, at the Chamber. Lashley. Oh, no. Yeah. Lashley you, dropped you, it. Oh, yeah. Brock won it people. back.
3: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There's
2: a lot wow. that's happened okay. this year. The thing that my biggest pet peeve, just to be petty for a second, and this is probably also my problem with watching John Cena. Who we will see back and probably be talking about in a couple of weeks is that like they wear they wear the same clothes. So I'm just like this could literally be <laughs> That's a picture. That. <laughs> this could literally be a picture from earlier this year, and
0: they're doing yeah. the same
2: freaking thing, Mari. Like literally, this picture of them and the F5 and all of that. This, all of it. I'm sure we could find this Rinse exact image.
3: Let's I this is what I was saying about, like, the, the, the like, about. glossification of WWE that, like, it's just, like, Roman versus Brock. That's the headline. And it's just, like, I mean, oh. I guess out there somewhere, the, like, super, ca- or, like, maybe we'll be, like, yeah, okay, I'll pay for that versus, like, you know, Lashley versus Roman or, like, whatever. But, like, God, it's really annoying because, like, not only is it, like, just the same thing over and over, but there's, like, no yeah. story. It's just, like, yeah, Brock shows mm-hmm. up. And he gets to fight Roman. Uh, yeah. so annoying. It's
1: and it's, I'm like I, I this run from Roman. Like I don't understand why they think if anybody needs to beat him, they need it needs to be somebody on Roman's level. god- uh, Roman said he's on God level, God mode. Nobody's gonna, nobody elevate, can get that to that level. Yeah, exactly. Do a surprise. Do a doubt. Like a diminutive baby face that overcomes Goliath. Like that
3: is such a deadly. better. No, okay. I would have no. loved. I'm so, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm a you. little disappointed that they turned Finn because I think Finn could have been really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. you could even have then. pulled the plug on on Bron Breaker yeah. coming up. I mean, there's like stuff that you could have done. That like, they, apparently oh,
2: Braun Breaker does horrible interviews with the press is one thing. I'm oh, into He's yeah. So first of all, he's not a great face of the company yet. He has to get comfortable right. into that, but.
3: Do you think that Co- this was like this was Cody's spot and they I think so you know, they called I, an audible. Drew is out so. there but like I don't yeah, know. Drew and that's
1: that's just as feels just as overdone as well not just as though. no nothing's as overdone as Brock versus
2: Roman, but, but the problem is it's hard to imagine think, who think he, would be good in this spot. It would be it's hard to imagine because everything everyone we're mentioning has had a uh had their brushes with this Main event level, but there are so many people who could be in that spot. Like, Ricochet. I don't want to start throwing out no, Ricochet is are. literally Ricochet is the first person who came to mind for me. Ricochet too, but
1: I was just like, great yeah. wrestler.
2: Um, but no, I mean, beyond but you him, haven't been
1: built, they, they they're not building people under Roman. Like, you don't, he doesn't yeah. have, they don't have to face Roman initially. Like, they should have no. been beating the feuds. In the undercard, you have no undercard babyface wins. It's not going to be fucking Madcap Moss. I'm not going to want Madcap Moss to to to
3: beat Roman Reigns.
2: Like, but you could, you could, if it was built the right way, and
3: if the I character mean,
2: was framed. Ko the right is way. the other
3: one who I think like uh-huh. I know KO they've done Ko great. Roman, Um, but like I I uh, you know uh, they turned Ko uh, K- to like K- to fight yeah. Stone Cold, yeah. Uh, I, I don't I don't know.
2: But I'm I don't just know. like I don't
3: know. But I'm even just and I, right won't,
2: I won't dive too much into this, but just like NAJ. looking at the roster page, like these are just the champions. But like beyond the champions, there are so many different superstars where it's just like you could scroll down the roster and like see all these different people who could potentially be be oh uh, there we go. Like mm-hmm.
1: tons of people who could potentially be in this spot who have not yeah. been built. That Montez uh, Roman uh, match that they did uh, mm-hmm. a few months ago. I mean, it would suck breaking up the profits, but that Montez Roman match was great.
2: And, and honestly, that'd be and amazing. And he's just as tall
1: as Roman. He's just as tall.
2: Right. That used to be he's the factor skinny. of who succeeded and who didn't. I know. And then know. also the skinniness, the skinniness factor. That is... But <laughs> so. If
1: you. So Talk about, like, a Goliath-David type situation. If Montez beat Roman, the, the freaking roof would blow off the place.
2: But there are so many other people, too. Like, Montez, okay, that would be huge. And they could really make Montez a main event star and elevate him because people love to see him in the ring. They could do that with so many people, though. And it's sad, like, because, like, looking at the roster page, You realize there are people who are on TV and then there's, there are like even the people who are in NXT, NXT UK, where it's like, Hey, what happened to, and I'm not saying that he's, he should be at that level, but I'm like, what, yeah, what did happen to Noam Dar? I haven't seen him in years. Actually, (laughs) he's still on there.
0: He is. mm
2: -hmm. And then you like all these other people who are super talented and, and thrilling. And we just don't get to see them. It's not. Nice, WWE. It, it's
1: so weird, yo. It's so weird, and it 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 must be inaudible because like Randy's out, Cody's out, like it. But it's just I don't I don't care. AJ is the kind
3: of the one that surprised me, and then seeing that he just like lost to Seth in the. Uh, qualifier was one that, like, I feel like you could definitely build up AJ as, like, yeah, the baby, face. baby Like, he face. had such a good mm-hmm. run in that, like, initial brand split. Um, like, that aspect yeah. of being the house that AJ built. Like, that's some good stuff that I think you can put. Like, there are people, and I just don't really understand how they're just like, all right, bring back Brock, you know? Yeah, yeah, they really
1: like, AJ, KO, and Sammy are always exactly. on that, that, that tier where it's like uh-huh. main event, like, they. Just push them to the main event and they could be it. Yeah. Like and it just kinda sucks because right now, like I wouldn't put Sam there
3: too, like they, they gave a yeah, and then he got mm-hmm. injured, you of know. Course. But yeah.
1: If Sammy if Sammy was a face right now and Sammy beat Roman, like I would lose it. Like it's just it just kinda sucks, truly.
3: It's wild that um, Sammy has become so good at being the character that he heel, is right yeah. now that it's hard to remember that like he was like the baby face of like the NFL, like the NXT. NXT rebrand uh, like, yeah. when it became that indie promotion. How good that like step with KO so was. Good. It was so good. The uh, Nakamura
1: match lives rent free in my brain. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Takeover oh, yeah. Dallas was exceptional. I think it's still my favorite Takeover from start <sighs> to finish.
2: Yeah. <sighs> Um, Probably yeah. maybe one of the best of all time that will,
1: for me. You know, I, I mean,
2: American. we're we're past that era of NXT, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Ooh. All right. So, just a little bit of AEW before we go. Ugh. Jeff Hardy was suspended indefinitely after being arrested for another DUI. Like this happened so early in the week, I forgot yes. about it. It like happened on like Monday or Sunday. Literally.
3: Yeah, so, uh, this one actually means because of the amount of times he's been arrested for It's a felony DUI. Jeez. Uh, so yeah, I have much sympathy for people who struggle with addiction. Uh, it's Save. a tough uh, thing to, to fight. Uh, I think like, uh, boy, I, he, you need to figure out how to not be getting into cars, uh, and driving. Uh, yeah. and it's so it's like lucky Uber. that he's. He has not uh he has not hurt anybody uh other than himself, uh uh, being behind the wheel of a car. So um Tony Khan apparently has he's been suspended without pay uh Mm -hmm. until he treats uh completes a rehab uh treatment. So um I don't know, it just feels like this guy can't figure out how to find the coping mechanisms to work.
1: And it just goes to show you, like, people were saying, like, oh, you know, when Jeff got released from WWE, ha-ha, he was faking it so that he can get released. That's what a lot like, of people said. Yeah. It's like, and
2: it's yeah. wild. And here's the statement from Tony Khan, by the way. I'm just pulling that up. But the thing that I think is, well, there's a lot here. So statement from Tony Khan, which is nothing surprising, but it's just like. We were able to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon. AEW does not condone Jeff's alleged behavior. We've made it clear to Jeff that will, that will assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated that he's open to receiving in the interim. He's suspended without pay and so on and so forth. And then the statement also points to um, SAMHSA, S-A-M-H-S-A for the listeners um, Mm -hmm. and the national helpline. Um, And if you or a loved one need help with addiction, you could call that number, which is 1-800-662-HELP or 1-800-662-4357. The thing, though, that I want to just point to with this is that it's just really frustrating with Jeff because, well, one, this just to point to something in this story, he was driving at like 9 something AM I don't know if they oh, like wow. the exact so, time that they booked it it was AM though as opposed so, to PM
3: So in um, rush
2: hour traffic
3: so the story uh, from Wrestling Observer is that, yeah. and I think it's a Brian, no, it's an Ian Carey story, is that um, the Hardy Boys were actually supposed to, uh, so that the, the Young Bucks ended up winning the AEW Tag Team Championships this past uh, week, setting up uh, Christian Seal turn on, on uh, Jungle Boy to set up that storyline. Apparently it was the Hardys who were supposed to uh, be in yeah. that ladder match and, and win, but after their match uh, with the Young Bucks at Double or Nothing, they realized that like something was up with jeff so they were sending him for a brain scan and so apparently he drank before he went to go get this brain scan done uh so he says in the you can watch i mean also the video is like three cops pull guns on jeff hardy which like yeah okay uh and then yeah he does say like i was going to get a brain scan done uh so yeah i think that this is like probably I, i mean Something deeper. the saddest thing I think about this whole thing is that like wrestling just takes this toll on your body that like when you yeah. talk to really like a survivor good for anybody uh, is wrestling like good for anybody probably yeah. really not and, that, um, yeah. and this much and doing the stuff that Jeff Hardy does I think it's like probably led to probably like you know uh, some brain injuries that like have been unresolved like uh, Matt Hardy we're talking about somebody who like had a concussion and wrestled through it like when he fell off that thing with Sammy um, uh, and they uh. just continued the match you know like I think right, this is another like big thing that wrestling has to figure out that I think this story is like mm-hmm. emblematic of a lot of problems that like probably this is like as much as like Jeff Hardy is prone to addiction. um, There's also probably a lot at play that like keeps him in that cycle. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's is sad. Yeah. I mean yeah.
2: and also like the influence of money and things too. I would like to think that he wouldn't do all this for free um and risk himself as much as he does and there is a lot of enabling when it comes to Jeff in terms yes. of just like let's book him, let's have him on because he's Jeff and we think and I do appreciate like I think people do deserve second chances and opportunities but to his de- it, like there's a, I think a lot of it's to his detriment for the fact that he's a draw and he could he has so many fans and it's unfortunate and then it's also sad, kind of to your point like just with the brain scans and brain injuries of it all is that this man is a millionaire like he could get flown in an Uber helicopter if that's a thing or like get his own charter like he could pay for a driver he could have so many things and clearly there's a lot there that goes beyond like it's not a situation of like you or me like oh how do we get to this appointment oh i'm just gonna uber around or i'm not gonna drive or i only have the ch- option to drive it's like you could have like a driver that takes you around everywhere you could and i i look at the people around him and i just worry like just like, like Matt. i don't know it if it's mad yeah. i don't know who it is but just if people could be like say jeff you have the funds to do anything you can have someone take you around but Mm -hmm. it's just like there's destructive decisions and that's i guess the cycle of addiction and also of whatever wrestling does to you which clearly isn't good And, and just to link this back link linking it back though to like Naomi and Sasha and others, and this is something that I mentioned the week that they walked out, is I think we need to give wrestlers a lot more leeway than we do. There's not a union yet, obviously, but they are actually killing themselves or harming. Like They're not adding to their lives each time that they're in the ring. They're not helping themselves each time they're in the ring. And I don't think Mm -hmm. people think about that enough, but Jeff is... And ext- maybe an extreme example of it because he does a lot of really extreme stuff. Um, yeah, no unintended.
1: Exactly. Yep. All, All right. Uh, anything else, real quick, uh, Grace? On AEW, I know they kind of had like a little. Um, yeah, they, so had,
3: they were forbidden door, right? Uh yeah. which is uh I've, they do a lot of Promotion. this they don't run a ton of pay-per-views. They do have a pay-per-view coming up, not this week, but next weekend. next um, weekend, yep. Next weekend. Uh, their Forbidden Door pay-per-view, which yeah. I like think it's gonna be a, it should be very fun. Uh the title situation is a little bit like it's very messy. Um, mm-hmm. I think they super had to call an Audible with uh with Punk being injured, and so they set up this sort of like Eliminator thing to try and figure out But they ultimately just like were like yeah okay we'll just have John Moxley fight uh, Tanahashi uh, For the title this, it was kind of weird The way they like tried to figure out A way to like make it feel like it was A tournament of some sorts when we all just kind of knew, yeah they're probably just gonna have Moxley face Tanahashi And Moxley probably will become the interim champion Uh well CM Punk inter- yeah. I really like the interim champions I, I really yeah. like that and yeah. then like Because they did it with Cody and Sammy as well Um I think that's really fun Rather than like vacating the title Mm -hmm. um aw like i think that like they have such a bloated roster at the moment that it it can feel kind of tough i thought this show uh was one of the better shows in a while in terms of like how much fun stuff they're very clearly uh uh, ortiz who i'm a huge fan of had this Mm. wild moment this week with uh where um He lost to Jericho in a hair versus hair match. And as he's shaving off his own, they had a barber, but he's like, I'll shave my hair off. And Eddie Kingston's with him. And as he's just shaving his hair, he just keeps going blood and guts, blood and guts. It's like a, like for me, like it feels like a star making moment almost with Ortiz. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're clearly setting up like, uh, the Jericho appreciation society versus like. This oddball group of like Ortiz, uh, Kingston, uh, Santana, some other guys in there that they'll they'll do Blood and Guts with. Um, and the Christian heel turn, I think, is really fun as well. Um, I think it's a really good way, example of like with the stuff we're talking about WB in terms of like, yeah, he's clearly like a big name that they're using, but they're going to use him to build up Jungle Boy, I think, which is going to mm. be super, super fun. And I think Jungle Boy, he's always been considered a pillar. Of AEW. Um, but I think like he's sort of been like stuck in. I think the pillars are a little bit of like a, it felt like a really cool thing about a year ago. And now it feels less like a thing. They have so many people that like people. The, the idea of this pillars but jungle boy is still somebody who i think could be like a megastar for aw but he he's never had like a story he can sink his teeth into uh, and i think this thing with christian will be really really fun i'm really looking forward uh to that uh the women's division needs some work but tony storm is gonna is gonna face thunder rosa which should be pretty fun at hidden door as well so or forbidden door it's at hidden door yeah. yeah
1: forbidden door so so are the, t- are the titles on the line? because so the title is on the line for Mox and Tony So
3: but, uh, it is on the line. it's for the interim World championship. Uh, the yeah. women's World title is on the line with Thunder Rose and Tony Storm, which isn't really yeah, yeah, a, like the Forbidden it. door match. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> no. Orange Cass is going to challenge Will Osprey for the uh, United States, uh, like the, the IWGP championship. Oh. Um, oh, okay. and there is a Ring of Honor and IWGP tag team title match with FTR. Uh, the United Empire and Rapongi Vice, and then they're going to crown their first ever AW All Atlantic Championship. I'm kind of right. like, wow, you, I don't think you need another championship. I kind of like how few AW has, but they are crowning this All Atlantic Championship. Uh, so far, Pac and Miro have qualified, so it'll mm. so, be a fatal four way match. So
1: the the tag team,
3: um, is that
1: just. So are the would the championships change hands in the? So team? it's
3: a winner take all match for Ooh. two sets of titles, which is FTR's uh, ROH oh, really? uh, championships and the U. Uh, who else? Who's the current IWT? I guess uh, the United Empire or the Empire? Okay. IWGP Tag Team Champions. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, but, it's but, very like interesting. You watch a show yeah. and like uh, there was something on last night where like there's like but, yeah, I think it is. It, it was. Um, Dax Harwood fought Will Ospreay and there's like three title belts from three different companies like hanging around. AW is like you know this Forbidden Door thing has been I don't know I think it's kind of fun but it could be I could also see where it'd be like I am confused.
1: (laughs) Yeah like (laughs) apparently the ratings they had the lowest ratings um, I don't give a shit about ratings, but they <laughs> apparently they have the lowest ratings like ever tied for the lowest ratings or something like that because and the speculation is it's just people just don't know the NJWP people. So maybe yeah. it was confusing. So yeah. You know,
2: the the yeah. other piece of this that I just want to mention, and I don't know, Grace, if you have more to add to this, but the stories that I've some of the stories that I've seen come up around Forbidden Door have been the fact that there are because so NJPW has a working relationship with CMLL in Mexico. Um, and obviously many AEW talents have worked with AAA while CML, CMLL and AAA are kind of like feuding and not on the same page. Oh, they haven't yeah. been for uh-huh. a long yes. time. And so there are a lot of talents who've worked with AAA who. Are not being permitted to work the forbidden door pay-per-view because Andrade and Lee was mentioned and some others have kind of come up in that conversation. But yeah, it is unfortunate that that's getting in the way of like Andrade wrestling Will Ospreay, for example. So that a little Oscar. That's yeah, okay.
1: <laughs>
2: but uh, but yeah, it's uh, not not great. By the way, I will also say just because I mentioned Andrade, biggest troll of a headline I saw last week was top WWE star accompanies Andrade to like AEW event, and I was like, oh, who's that? And it's Charlotte.
3: Yeah, naturally He's good so yeah. yeah uh yeah. i think the punk the wrestling and, news and daniel bryan uh injuries uh hurt them a, a little bit oh, especially yeah. because i feel like i i was a little disappointed to see punk beat adam page because adam page is probably my favorite wrestler in wrestling at the moment Talk and like, yeah and i feel like he had such a great like uh, victory, like championship win. And then they just didn't know what to do. Like, I think that Tony yeah. Khan is really good at setting up some like really long term storylines that are, that will really pay off where he struggles is like week to week trying to like fill in the gaps um and i feel like with like page that happened where like he he set up this like one of the best storylines for me since probably brian daniel Bryan winning at wrestlemania 30 of like uh uh you know this like long-term story of this under you know fighting his own demons whatever he wins and then he just became champ and they were like yeah i don't really know what to do with you now and so they yeah. ended up just losing to punk and then punk gets injured so that feels like it all kind of like messed up you know anything that you so anyway. They're in a little bit yeah, of a. a although great. week to week, I think I enjoy. It's my favorite wrestling show at the moment. So
2: yeah, yeah it's 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 good. It's really good, and especially in a world where WWE is increasingly becoming unwatchable. So let's uh, hopefully all of our faves just go to AEW, and hopefully Sasha becomes <laughs> no. The, the AEW roster World is so Champion. big. It's I want so Sasha big. to be the AEW World Champion, and for them to send <laughs> their product about around oh for the God. next three years. Her versus all the men, I mean, take on anybody. That's what I want for Sasha. Well, putting it out. Into
1: um, the well, that's it. That, that <laughs> is that is it. Uh, Woo! Is a lot. thank you both this has been a, a a very hard episode to do um but i'm I'm glad to do it like we again we don't report to be wrestling news we are not, not journalists we aren't breaking any news Man. we are just uh reporting what is the biggest stories i mean you, you could just you cannot <laughs> avoid what happened this week this week was ridiculous it was wild so um I hope you guys enjoy this. Again, we'll take we'll take suggestions for names for these types of episodes. There will not be a highlight playlist um, this week no. because again, no highlights. Um, but uh, Grace, can you tell the people what you're up to?
3: Yeah, so uh, podcasting about Peaky Blinders over on Posture Recaps currently with the one and only LaTanya. Uh, so that's been very fun. Also doing weekly movie coverage, covered Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, just Sterling last week, this week, we'll be covering, I think, two movies going to do Lightyear uh, with Felipe Ooh. and Spiderhead I think uh, with Philly and I think Ooh. the return of Ariel who has been uh, on a bit of a, uh, a vacation uh, so has not been like on Bush Recaps theater um, on Rob is a podcast do the Offspeed podcast where we dive into different worlds mm-hmm. of sport um, this past week we talked about the transfer window in like English soccer as well as uh, Levine and I used a simulator in true like Grant Steel mm-hmm. fashion uh, yeah. to simulate the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs and make our official prediction and then we Matt and I are doing the Pride has spoken with Evie Jagoda from season forty-one of Survivor. Uh, some really good celebrating LGBTQ survivors all month long. So that's been fun. Get yourself a T-shirt. I'm wearing one right now. I'm wearing the Pride has spoken T-shirt. Get one. Uh, shirt. I'm so and, jealous. Uh, we match, uh, Matt.
2: No, yeah. we don't. We need to just wear the Pride has spoken shirts. And proceeds from that go to Gender Benders, yeah. which is a phenomenal organization, trans-led organization in the South. Uh, I love what Grace, how Grace kind of put it, you know, so much legislation trying to legislate trans people and, um, you know, trans people primarily out of existence um, and gay people out of existence. And so um, it's important that these organizations are supported, pushing them forward and you could buy the shirt and um grace is wearing the shirt i have this yeah. black one that you could see if you're looking at the youtube version i'm not wearing it right now but you could see it on the screen and um yeah it's it's uh it's, i saw it's
1: the awesome. maroon version that was slick yeah you can get any color
3: uh, somebody requested a baby sizes you get it like yeah. children's in baby Aww. sizes you get on that a mug That's amazing Great. Yeah, yeah,
2: all of the Ooh. things, and I think I don't know if I just said it, but we're closing in on a thousand dollars of of raise for gender benders. That's yeah. something that we, you know, buy the shirt if you like. Me and Grace, and want us to be happy uh, by right. the shirt. That's right. That's exactly what you need to do. Matt, uh, well, what, yeah, right.
1: what? What else are you doing then?
2: Oh well, other than the Pride has spoken, where this past week you could hear me on the podcast in the Grace spot. I'll call it doing the intro and outro um, of the Amy Cusack and Ty Trang interviews. Um, you know that was that. It was it was great to be part of that. Um, I am uh, gonna be part continue to be part of the the Pride is Spoken this month. So check that out because this next week on the podcast, Grace and I are doing a little bit of like a podcaster panel conversation, getting the perspective of fans when it comes to, representation and all of the things as it relates to lgbtq plus people and survivor and so that's coming up and you could also hear grace on the last the latest episode of pod friends that that's come out um and so that was really phenomenal to have a conversation with grace i'll say great having the conversation it's weird that you're here grace as i say this great having the conversation Uh. in real time even better listening back and i've heard a lot of great feedback on that one. So tune tune into Pod Friends. There'll be episodes coming out all summer and another episode coming out this week. So just I keep coming. They're pretty evergreen, which I love. So you could catch up on the old episodes of that too. And um yeah, that's the thing. And then Big Brother's coming up, obviously. So I think all of us will probably pop up in some Big Brother coverage. But those are the key those are the key things for now. And I'm probably forgetting something. But follow me um at Matt on Twitter for all of the updates on random things. Mari, okay. where could the people find you?
1: I should well, ask. Of course, here with you on the Wrestling up, but also every Tuesday, me and Sarah Carradine bring True Crime Tuesdays to RHAP um, with our Crime Scene podcast. Uh, Crime Scene is a true crime review podcast where we um, put documentaries, docu-series, uh, crime dramas under the microscope and give our ratings and recommendations on each property. So um, uh, uh, this past week we dropped captive audience review with uh, Lisa Stanger, one of the um, winners of Survivor New Zealand. She she was amazing. She was awesome. She had a very long list of recommendations that I all, I co-signed all of them. So go check that out. And coming up this week, we will be, um, <laughs> we will be having a discussion about oh. um the flds so um if you want to Mari, uh what what is the flds well that they have to tune into crime scene to figure out if you oh. want to uh hear us talk about keep <laughs> sweet pray and obey go and subscribe to the crime scene um podcast feed by going to rob has a slash crime feed and you can follow us on twitter at crime scene rhap that's c-r-i-m-e-s-e-e-n-r-h-a-p on twitter Um, and uh, that's how you listen to me and Sarah Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at Mari talks too much that's too like the number two um, (laughs) where you will get all of my uh, podcast updates here I am working on something with uh, the big boss man himself that should be coming out Mm -hmm. next week so just make sure you follow me um, to hear when that drops and, of course, you can send all your long-form questions here um, to us at the Wrestling Rehap Up by going to wrestling at com. You can join the conversation on tr- Twitter using hashtag Wrestling Rehap Up and, uh, of course, following us at Wrestling Rehap Up. You can also join our unofficial official Facebook group called Job Has a Squadcast. Just uh, reach out, DM us, and we'll get you into that Um Group where we just talk all things wrestling whereas RHP fans come talk wrestling. We 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 um, get our questions from there. So if you want to um, give us any questions, that's a great place to submit them. And of course, hopefully you're already subscribed to the Robhasza com slash wrestling feed, and you're getting us, you're hearing us as soon as we drop, or you're watching our beautiful faces here on YouTube by going to Rob Podcast YouTube channel and searching wrestling rehab up. And I just also have to give a big shout out to Shannon, Gus, and Mike Bloom because they mm-hmm. are covering Survivor South Africa. The new season returns um, July 18th, and it features uh, Returnees. It's a new season of Returnees. So join them for preseason coverage, including exclusive interviews with the whole cast from Pre-Game Sequester. They will then have weekly recaps and exit interviews during the season, and all old se- seasons are easily available to RHAP patrons and the upcoming seasons will be as well on the day of airing so you know go to um, uh, www.patreon.com slash RHAP to get exclusive um, Survivor South Africa coverage and Survivor South Africa is made by and for super fans with exceptional characters for fun who like fun twists and classic features Um, and US Survivor fans will Love it. Um, Anything else before we go, Matt?
2: You know what? It's just good to be here. um, Mm -hmm. And Russ, well, the world has a lot going on. And I know a lot of people look to wrestling as the escape from a lot of that going on. Um, obviously, wrestling has a lot going on too. And so we appreciate you staying on the journey of like not escape. Well, you know what? You could escape yeah. from the world's problems while diving into Vince McMahon's problems. There are many, and um, I'm sure we'll talk about them more going on. Mari, um, hopefully we don't have any lawsuits that keep us divided next week. Well, hopefully we'll be back again. And um, hopefully neither of us quits the podcast before next week's episode. Right, yeah, Mari? Well.
1: Right, we are, we are under contract, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> I uh, actually just got I'll, named interim CEO of the pod. So
3: yes,
2: so you are interim CEO of the pod.
1: Rob
3: <laughs> told me he had to step down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the big boss man <laughs> By the way,
2: we I know I just wrote down someone needs to photo. I don't know who that someone is. It's probably not going to be me, but Photoshop Rob's head onto the big boss man's body would be like the oh, ultimate that's wrestling half up reference. Please, that should be our thumbnail. Yes. Thank you Tricky tricky, uh, who does our graphics. Thank you for yeah. listening to the podcast, definitely, and for making that
1: graphic. Yeah. Awesome. And remember, wrestling is for everybody but not all wrestling is for everyone. See you guys mm. next week. Bye.
0: up, lay it down, just a like Matt Mari. Press them half ups gonna make it sorry. Feeling like The Rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris, and we coming every weekend, it's feeling like a party. a Ric Flair, huh? Showing out like a young couple there, huh? Best podcast, flustered in the air, huh? the rings, and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap. Throw em up, lay it down, just a like Matt Mari. Press over half ups gonna make it sorry. Feelin' like The Rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris, and we coming every weekend, it's feeling like a party.